Hello, this is Tim from Two Blokes from Blighty, and before we get into our main episode here, we're going to hear a little message from our friends over at Chatsunami. Take it away, Chatsu. Welcome to Chatsunami, a variety podcast that discusses topics from gaming and films to anime and general interests. Previously on Chatsunami, we've analysed what makes a good horror game, conducted a retrospective on Pierce Brosnan's runs James Bond, and listened to us take deep dives into both the Sonic and Halo franchises. Also, if you're an anime fan, then don't forget to check us out on our sub-series, Chatsunani, where we dive into the world of anime. So far, we've reviewed things like Death Note, Princess Mononoke, and the hit Beyblade series. If that's sounds like your cup of tea then you can check us out on spotify itunes and all good podcast apps as always stay safe stay awesome and most importantly stay hydrated sorry that's a bad (laughs) (laughs) the bloody americas bloody americas um my dudes watch him wednesday watch him dude watch him wednesday watch him dude wow look at that it's like you're a podcast host was missing for an episode but then he came back and they were like where were you Donnie and was like you won't be long getting frostbit <laughs> excuse me do you mind not masturbating while I'm in the room <laughs> sorry I'm really excited <laughs> I mean if that doesn't catch your attention nothing will I'm not suggesting that you go out of your way and aim for the neighbourhood cat, but... Gazbacho! do anything for love but i won't do that welcome back to two blokes from blighty i am your one of your hosts joe fitzgerald i am joined by the iraclescent tim fitzgerald i i'm i'm befuddled i don't know what that word means i like i was very soothed by your tones during the meatloaf entrance there um good uh should i change the word uh yeah okay i am one of your hosts joe fitzgerald i'm joined by the irrelevant tim fitzgerald (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's better. I know that one. Welcome to season four, everyone. Season four. <laughs> Tim, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fire through some things because uh, there's quite a bit in our running order this time. There is. Um, let's start with you know a season four special new thing, a pub quiz question. Absolutely. So, in which Scandinavian country did the subgenre of black metal originate in the early 1990s? gaining international attention for its extreme sound and controversial incident. Uh, it's a choice of four, unless you just want to kind of freeball it with the fact that it's Scandinavia somewhere. I, I have an idea of what it is. Can you give me the four? And if my one is in there, I will know the answer. But I won't. I, I actually won't ruin it this time. Okay, well, uh, A is Sweden, B, Norway, C, Denmark, D, Finland. Ugh, the two that I was torn between are there. But I think it's option number. Okay, all right. Joey, Joey's, uh, Joey's giving me the the signs. He's throwing gang, he's throwing gang signs to me, which is a little concerning. You should be, you should be very scared. Yeah, uh, so. but that's our pub quiz question. Tune in at the end for that. Uh, so this episode goes out November. Uh, sorry, December sixth. 
Tim, what day of the week is that? That is a Wednesday. Wednesday, my dude. Now, you might remember the ancient one, Wednesday, my dude, is gone. I, had to find I remember you deep-fried the delete sound. I did. I'm really glad that you got that. That was um, very funny. So, yeah, it, it actually, when I did it, it hurt my ears because it was so loud. Um, but it was so <laughs> quick. But this is a slightly shorter jingle by a couple of seconds. But welcome to Season 4's Wednesday, my dudes. It is 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 Wednesday, my dudes. Watch him Wednesday. Watch him, dude. 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 He'd be Wednesday down the street. He'd be Wednesday to the beat. He'd be Wednesday down the street. He'd be Wednesday to the beat. My dudes. It is Wednesday. My dudes. It is Wednesday. Where did your brain go that I can't follow? Well, my brain goes to uh, Wednesday My Dude's remixes on YouTube. <laughs> that was something someone else made. I just stole it. on that boy. Um, and, and I also think that boy is a really funny meme. So hmm. I'm going with that. The one with the frog on the unicycle. Exactly, the one yeah. that, that I meant. Um, oh, shit. Tim, that boy. There's a few more days. The last few weeks, we've only had a couple of days, but there's, there's quite a few, actually. Yeah. Um. Number one is Mitten Tree Day. Sorry, December 6th is what I should say is when this goes out. Mitten tree. So what's Mitten Tree Day? Well, you hang mittens in your Christmas tree. I'm going to like mittens and I like Christmas, so that's a contender. Uh, National Gazpacho Day? No, I don't like gazpacho. Fucking gazpacho. Gaz- Sorry, that's a bad. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> gazpacho. We'll, we'll get this bit. My, my cough has been so much better until right this fucking minute. <laughs> I was um, going to say, your voice sounds clearer. St. Nicholas Day. I mean, isn't that just Christmas Day? You would think so, but it's not. That's baby Jesus' birthday. The baby Jeebs. The baby Jeebs. Uh, National Miners Day, and I should preface that this is minor, M-I-N-E-R, not the one that you get into the Daily Mail for. So... I'm already kind of leaning towards that one because of one thing in a later section that's coming up. Okay, uh, and then the so final sorry, that was M I N E R. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the, not the, not the child or the or the. Well, kid. if if the headline was when Bembo touches minors and it was this one, you'd be less worse off. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's not exactly the headline I want on my on the on the newspaper I feature in. No, no, uh, and then the last one is National Porn Brokers Day. Uh, I'm going to go with Miner's Day. Okay, cool. Um, and I won't say why just yet, because we will get to it it's in the running order. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it does relate to something later on in this episode, so uh, we'll go for that. And you're going to celebrate it, everyone, by going into a mine and digging something out yourself. Mm. And I don't want rocks, I want at least coal. Uh, cool. Yeah, great. Fab. Good. Tim. Fab. Um... I think let's skip a few areas and go to our celebrity. Oh, yeah. Now, you might remember that last week Tim chose Keanu Reeves. I did. Obviously, we can't have the Will Smith jingle anymore. No, it doesn't apply. I made a new one for Keanu Reeves. Are you ready? I am. I am Keanu Reeves. Hello. I am Keanu Reeves. Canada's greatest stuntman. Riding a motorcycle is like being a puppy, isn't it? Impressive car. 
incredible. Is he Canadian? Yes, he is. Ah, I thought he was American. Well, I think, no, he's definitely not American. I think he was born, I looked up where he was born. I think it's Beirut. Ah. But he was brought up in Canada, so he's a Canadian citizen. That's very cool. I think I like it's young. Beirut. Where? Let me let me find out. So something that we need to decide because the whole thing. I don't know what. So we just had what Tom Hanks was doing because he would just show up somewhere. And we but also did what Johnny Johnny Vegas was doing. Yes, that because he seems to turn up places too. Mm. We did who's Will Smith beating up because of the famous Chris Rock slap. Yeah. What can we do for Keanu? Who is he charming? Because he just seems to be like everyone's darling sweetheart everyone loves keanu reeves what was the thing uh that he said at e3 one year that would turn into a big meme at cyberpunk you're breathtaking you're breathtaking who is keanu reeves breath wait who whose breath is keanu reeves taking there we go who is keanu reeves breathtaking when bembo 2023 i want that on my tombstone Ooh. but um whose breath is he taking away yeah um i don't know you've put me on the spot now Mine, because he's such a bloody lovely bloke. I am going to go with MP Jim Shannon to segue us to our next bit. Wow, look at that. It's like you're a podcast host. Ooh, another white boy with a podcast. Who, who would have guessed? Have you seen the article that I put in our running order this week? Is this uh, the ITV one? Yes. So... <laughs> The headline of this article is DUP, which is not a good start. Uh, DUP MP Jim Shannon described grey squirrels of Hamas of the squirrel world in Westminster debate. So it's a very short debate, and he's basically looking to do some work with uh, the Ards Red Squirrel Group, which is like a group of volunteers for preserving red squirrels in the UK, which are the natural or, or rather native um squirrel breed over here in yeah. in the UK. And grey squirrels are more of an invasive species from the Americas. Um, the bloody result, Americas. Bloody Americas. Um, but as, it, as a result, grey squirrel numbers have boomed and red squirrel numbers have declined. So the cause is actually quite, you know, cool in the preservation of nature kind of way. But I don't think it's appropriate to refer to grey squirrels as the Hamas of red squirrels. Not at the moment. In the current political climate, Saying something is the Hamas of anything is probably going to end it badly. Yeah, I mean, I, I know what he was trying to do, but there are a million other ways to approach it. Yeah. 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 Have you ever seen a red squirrel? Uh, Yeah, once or twice. Where? I feel like we saw when we were up in Orton when we went on that holiday with Dad. Oh, fucking remember that. Yeah, they're they're localised to really specific parts of the country now. Mm -hmm. um, I saw one this year. Wow, where? Yeah, in um, up by in where, Wales on our camping trip. Where your other half lives. Oh, uh, what is from Newcastle? Not lives. Yeah, sorry, it's from. No, we went to the centre parks in I think Cumbria. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and Cumbria's got quite a few red squirrels left, so that's where we saw a red squirrel. That's very cool. How exciting, huh? Yeah. Um, um, I never defend themselves from. <laughs> whilst I was there, I did not uh, see any of the Hamas of the squirrel world. No. Maybe he was just saying it was Amas, like a group. Mm. Yeah, and because uh, the UP and Northern Irish, he's got an accent. So yeah, um, it's a mass of North of grey squirrels. It's a mass of grey squirrels. 
there it is. Bro. There you go. We, we've solved the problem. We've solved the problem and we've cleared Jim Shannon's name. You're so welcome, Jim Shannon. Tim, can I tell you, this isn't in the running order. My favourite Northern Irish person. Hmm. Does the name Rory McSorley mean anything to you? Rings a bell, but I don't know why. There's a, an interview that went viral years ago, and it was all about the snow in a small town near Belfast. And they interviewed Rory McSorley on his way to school, and he said, you won't be long getting frostbit. <laughs> you seen the frostbit, boy? No. <sighs> We're going to do another live. I it'd probably get cut. Every time we do one of these live, um, Tim reacts, it gets cut out. Um, Have you seen the one where it's um, the guy and he stood outside the pub being interviewed? He's like, Me and this fellow, we got into a fight and yes. I grabbed him and I, we looked at each other and I said, Are you my dad? And he looked at me and went, Are you my son? Turns out we didn't know each other, but you didn't know who's out there. <laughs> and then didn't he find out that he, after he found out that he wasn't, he just knocked him out? I just beat the shell. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Rory McSorley. I didn't um, expect him to look like this. Well, there's a there's a second part to this story, which is pretty incredible. All right, I'm going to listen to this. Hang on. Tell me what's going on. He's like screaming. Oh, he's got the socks inside out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love the Irish so much. I think they're I think they're great people. He wouldn't be long getting frostbite. He just talked about walking to Derry in the snow. Mm-hmm. See why? See why oh I enjoy? Shall I? Shall I just put the interview in the episode? Yeah, he's yeah. so charming. The problem is without the subtitles. I think a lot of people will struggle to understand what he's actually saying. Good. People will understand what we go through whenever we have to talk to our family from the Southern <laughs> Ireland side of things. Uh, well, the Southern Irish is more um, fiddle-dee-dee, if you know what I mean. It's quite mm. light and bouncy, whereas the Northern Irish is, it's, get down those stairs now. Get down now. Get, get out of this house now. House. <laughs> um, so... There is another story of Rory McSolly, and I realise, I'm sorry, I didn't put this in the running order. I'm not following true protocol here. Um, Rory McSorley. I mean, the name Rory McSorley is, is sounds fantastic. sounds like it's always sunny character. So, the What's link I've just sent you there, the link I've sent you there is a story about when Rory McSorley was saved four kilometres off of the coast in Kerry by dolphins after 12 hours of being lost at sea. What the hell is happening to Rory McSorley? <laughs> I want to That's, meet this guy. <laughs> so the third paragraph in that is, um, the co-dairy man was reported missing at around 8am Sunday after his clothes and his shoes were found uh, by the shore. So I think my favourite part of this is the first two words of the headline, Frostbit Boy. <laughs> Frostbit Boy. Well, that's what he's famous for. Yeah. You wouldn't allow me getting frostbit. Don't be allowed me getting frostbit, uh, no. But but yeah, he was rescued by a pod of dolphins after twelve hours at sea. Jesus Christ! Well, there you go. How how incredible is that, Tim? Does that constitute some mummummummage shit? I think so. Just purely for the arc he's gone on. Oh damn, that's crazy! There you go. Well, that was some crazy shit. I have a question for you, Joey. Okay. Has abandoning your shopping shopping at the checkout 
become a normal thing? Um, no. So the reason I ask, because I didn't think it had either, but I went to the shops the other night, just on the way home from work to go and get some stuff, and there's a fairly big Tesco near us, so I just went there. And both the person in front of me and the person behind me both abandoned their shoppings at points in the queue to go and get more things. Oh, to go and get more things, I think that's fine. Yeah, but like, both people. I think if you... I'm personally of the opinion that if you leave the queue, you lose your place in the queue. Yeah, I think that's fair. But I do think, like, if we're at the um, supermarket, Jenny and I, I send her... Like, if, if we get to the till and we're on the conveyor and I go bollocks we forgot to go and get something cool that cool people get because I have cool interests hummus. yeah hummus hummus and avocados yeah um we forgot the hummus and avocados Jenny will run off and get that does that count as abandoning it no because you're still accompanying the shopping in the queue so is this what you've sent the picture of yes so this is this so what you can see there at the front of um the divider there is the stuff that I bought. It was basically just snacks and wine, to be honest. Sorry, the first stuff at the front is yours. Yeah. And the front thing at the front is a bag of wine? A box of wine and just some snacks. Um, so, uh, we had the divider there so to divide the shopping. And the person behind me put on some ready meals and some tins and what have you. And then they left the queue to go and grab about 50 copies of the Daily Mail. Um, and I don't really know why. And then they came back to go out, go back and go, grab some of the like about twenty bags for life, like the expensive ones. And maybe they needed it for bedding for animals because they run an animal shelter. But why the Daily Mail? Because it's only good for cleaning up animal shit. But it's expensive cleaning up animal shit product. You yeah, can get the maybe, Metro for free. Maybe they're Tories. <laughs> they want they want the animals to shit on the Daily they want, Mail. They want the good stuff. Well, no, if they were Tories, they'd agree with the Daily Mail. But you, you know, you know, maybe they want to show a level of class that you don't understand. Well, I can guarantee you, they did not have any sort of level of class because as soon as they walked up behind me, there was an eye-watering smell of piss. <laughs> so I don't quite think they were going for the for the classy route. Ooh, their ready meals are an all-day breakfast. Yes, uh, all eight of them. <laughs> eight breakfasts or eight, eight breakfasts. days. Or eight yeah. days. Nice. Eight breakfasts, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. If you need to, if you got an urge for 50 copies of the Daily Mail, you've got an urge for 50 copies of the Daily Mail. The person in front of me went, ran out the queue, and I was like, and like, they didn't really leave much time at all between leaving the queue and coming back to the queue because, like, the shopping was getting awfully close to the point. I was like, "Am I going to have to go ahead of this person?" They am come I back have with to one... pay for this. Yeah, am I paying it forward? Um, they they came back with one corn of uh, one cob of sweet corn. Well, when you need your sweet corn, you need your sweet corn, Tim. You do, but they had other vegetables, so it's something that just clearly like slipped the mind. I thought. Whatever, that's fine. But then the other person behind me went to go and grab all the no- all the newspapers and bags for life in the world. Fair enough. It sounds like a pretty eventful shopping trip. It was. It was all right. Um, talk to me about the thing that's next on the list. Oh, right. Yeah. So I've written down the words swamp people, serpent invasion. Um, so I had the day off. Uh, rather, I had the weekend off last weekend, which is fun. Wow. Um, I know. And I was like, I'm going to look for a piece of shit documentary on Netflix. 
Like nice. I can remember watching one called Mountain Men a long time ago, mm-hmm. um, and all it was was people being like, uh, "Guys, I put down a trap and I've caught Bigfoot," and like they run over to the trap and they're like, "The trap's gone. It must have been his pet chupacabra <laughs> that let him out." And, like, Jesus Christ! Like just cr- people making up loose connections for cryptid shit, and I want to find something on that level. So okay. what I ended up landing on was a documentary series called Swamp People. Serpent invasion, and the long and short of it is apparently snakes have had a massive population boom in Florida, and so hunting them for money has become a thing that people can do. Um, yeah. and it's not just like one particular breed of snake; it's basically just all breeds of snake. Obviously, don't don't take your legal hunting advice from me, but I'm very <laughs> much glossing over this with like a wide brush. So, all this documentary boiled down to. With some Flor- like Floridians being like, <laughs> talking to the mics like that, and it would just cut to footage of them grabbing a snake by its tail, dragging it around a field, and swinging it into a bag for about eight episodes. <laughs> I mean, that sounds pretty fun to me. I mean, at one point, one of them was just like, "Hey, uh, Donnie's gone," and then like Donnie was just was missing for an episode, but then he came back, and they were like, "Where were you, Donnie?" And was like. So I want to hang out with Donnie, mm. uh, but they definitely look like they'd be kind of the kind of people to throw slurs around. <laughs> I mean, would you recommend Swamp People Serpent Invasion? Probably not. If you can, if you can catch Mountain Men, though, absolutely, because that's really mm. funny. So I started watching a documentary on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, Wagatha Christie. Now, this is that footballer's wife, isn't it? So funny. It's so funny because they take it so seriously, and it is so shit. (laughs) Um, That's what I would recommend watching. Uh, If you want a serious recommendation, they have a uh, a, the Braun GP one, narrated by our good friend, Keanu Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Ah, right. Um, Yeah, everything's full circle. My brain Um, went to Dan from casting views for some reason. He's a lovely bloke, and he is our friend. But um, Very charming boy. He's also not Keanu Reeves is the the only issue with that. Sad realisation there. Whoa, I've just (laughs) realised. Hold on. on. So, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, Braun GP. It's all about the, the one pound motorsport team. Very, very interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, very good. I mean, they are called the One Pound Motorsport Team. It costs millions upon millions of pounds to run the thing. But the uh, Ross Braun, the guy who um, was, he's like a legendary technical director for a Formula One. He bought the team for One Pound. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And they, they Disney? Disney Plus, Disney Plus. Yeah, I really recommend it. It's really good. Good shit. Um, Tim. Yeah. We can go a couple of places. I can take you to hypothetical. I can tell you the story of uh, when I paid someone to rob me. And I definitely do want to go there at some point. Okay. But I want to see what your other options are. Uh, We can talk about the story you have here of testicle swapping. It's not a story. It's more of a question. (laughs) Well, we're going there now, and then we're going (laughs) to jokes, and then we'll go to hypothetical. All right. Sounds good. Uh, I asked Payne earlier. I don't know why this popped into my brain, but I love a hypothetical. Um, I, I know you do because of our hypothetical section. There you go. Um, but if you had a testicle transplant, yeah, or like a swap balls with someone, 
and you had a kid, would it be your kid? Uh, yes, because they wouldn't pop the bollocks in you with their sperm. Your body would still make the sperm. The balls are just holding it. But you know, like, when you return a car, you've got to have it fully loaded with petrol. This isn't the same. You don't go to Enterprise for your testicles. It's, uh... Speak for yourself. Well, yeah. I have to tell you about um, the best nickname I've ever heard for anyone, and it's testicle-related, <laughs> which is why it came up. Um, someone I won't name went to our school, uh, and he got a contorted testicle, which meant that it needed to be removed. Do I? I think I know this thing. I think you do, too. Um, and he had two nicknames. So the first nickname, uh, people called him Wimbledon, because he was the one ball of Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he then, uh, his, his false testicle wrapped around the, uh, tube of his other testicle and he needed to have that removed. So he then became called TikTok because people said when he walked, his fake bollocks clicked together and made a TikTok <laughs> sound. That's amazing. Mm, it's good. Um, well, no, Tim, it wouldn't be someone else's child is, is the answer. What if you put your head on someone else's body and had a kid? Whose kid would it be? Which head are we talking? First one, then the other. Neither would be yours. Because <laughs> neither of them make the sperm. Oh. So. But, like, the brain controls the body. Nope. The brain does control I mean, the body. it does, but the answer is still no. All right, fine. <laughs> um, so, Tim. Yep. It's joke time. Joke time. so happy with some of the jokes I've got this week. I, I can't promise I'm not going to laugh at my own jokes. That's fine. They don't count if you laugh at your own. So if you are a new listener, um, this section, Tim and I will go through, read jokes. We have to not laugh. And if one of them laughs, one of us laughs at the other person's joke, that joke is the joke of the week and the section is over. So last week we mentioned that a couple of people that we know outside the podcast actually play along with this bit. And I'd like to know where audiences laugh if they laugh before us. I don't think they will laugh at before us, Tim. To be no? honest, I think we're, we're pretty easily broken. <laughs> All right, um, fair enough. Uh, so, okay. Well, how uh, many do you, you wanna... got? One, two, seven. I think I have ten. Yeah, you go first. All right, cool. Uh, first one. Time flies like an arrow. Fruit flies like a banana. No? No. All right. Mine's actually also banana-related. Uh, scientists have just announced that they're not going to be making bananas any longer. Because apparently they're long enough as it is. Fair. Mm. Good assessment on the scientist's part. Uh, what's the difference between an oral and a rectal thermometer? I was going to say I don't know, but then I'd say you, you're, the joke's going to be something like... Well, I'm amazed that you don't know. Blah, 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 blah. No, it's taste. Got you. Yeah. Um, did you see the news story about the plane that crashed right after takeoff this week? No. I'm not surprised. Didn't get much airtime. Yeah. Appropriate. Uh, how do you titillate an ocelot? Don't know. 
to oscillate his tits a lot. It's a good one. That's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, how much did Santa's sleigh cost? How much? Nothing. It's on the house. Smart. Uh, man walks onto an airplane and he hears on the intercom. This is your captain speaking. And this is your captain shouting. That's just bad. Um, what part of the body is the last to die? Go on. Your pupils, they dilate. Pretty clever. Uh, a bear and a rabbit are taking a shit in the woods. After a while, the bear, the bear turns to the rabbit and says, Do you ever have problems getting shit out, uh, getting the shit stuck in your fur? The rabbit says, No. The bear proceeds to grab the rabbit and wipe his ass with it. Poor rabbit. Yeah. Uh, I learned two interesting facts today. It's not as easy to, as you think to pee on a moving train. And my band covers all Hornby train shops. Clever. Uh, all in all, it was a good orgy. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, there we go. That took me way too long to understand. I think I might have killed the laugh myself there. Um, I asked my Welsh friends how many sexual partners he'd had. Um, after a while, he fell asleep. Oh, okay. I see, I see. Mm. Uh, say what you want about deaf people. Yeah, very good. A uh, brand new car is being launched in Portugal, which includes space in the boot for a child. It's called the Renault Macan. Yep, yep, there it is. Uh... I'm out of jokes now, so I can't win. Oh, okay, well, I've still got a couple. Um, I'm going to man... bleep that whole joke, by the way. Sure, that's going to be the beep of the week. Um, a man is going to get a checkup, and the doctor says, you have to stop masturbating. And the man says, why? And he says, because I'm trying to examine you. Mm, very good. Cool. Uh, do you know that diarrhea is genetic? It runs in your genes. It's not a good one. The first time I heard it, it's not a good one now. Um, I met a girl today with 12 nipples. Sounds strange, doesn't it? Very good. Is that your last one? Uh, yeah. Ha 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 ha. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> There's a joke of the week. Well, there is, because I just laughed at it. So, Tim, can you tell us the joke of the week, please? Uh, today I met a girl with 12 nipples. Sounds strange, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> hold on, I was hold a big on, fan on. of... <laughs> uh, that was me laughing. Oh, okay. I was a massive fan of how do you titillate an ocelot when I read it. That's a good one. It's good because they're two funny words. They don't even really need a joke. Yeah. Um, Tim, have you bought your ticket this week? Oh, my ticket? On... on... The train? Is the train coming? Uh, we're on the train, Tim. Oh. I can I can see the conductor. I'm, I'm putting on my hat for the conductor. I can see the ticket man as well. Have you got your hand? Tickets, right? please. <laughs> Is this our intro for the travel agent now? Because we're going somewhere. Uh, sure as hell is. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I've got three places for you, as usual. For those who don't know, I'm going to present Joe with the name of three places 
We're going to look, well, once he's picked where he wants to go on holiday, uh, we're going to show him the where he's staying, the food he's going to have, and something to do. And then we'll kind of do a here's what you could have won situation with the other places. Cool. I really liked the one last week with the Corn Palace. Corn Palace was um, amazing. So we've got number one, Dadeville, Alabama. Daveville? Dade. Dadeville, okay. Eureka, Nevada. Mm hmm. And Chris Holm, Ontario. Uh, Eureka. You want to go to Eureka? I do. There's no right. other option. Uh, I'll be honest, this section was a little bit rushed this week because uh, I didn't have, well, I've just not had much time to do much of anything. But here's your hotel. Let me remind myself of where, of what I'm doing with this. So oh, yeah, the review, <laughs> the review caught me off guard. The Jackson House uh, Hotel Eureka. Um, possibly haunted. That review? Yeah, that's the one. I was here earlier this year for an overnight stay with some friends and my brother. I like that the brother didn't get included in the friends there. No. The hotel room we had was smaller and cozier, but clean and well-maintained. Whole building is very well kept, considering it was built during the turn of the century. Not a bad place, and must stay while traveling through Eureka. So I like the thing that caught me with this was the fact that he said possibly haunted, and then didn't elaborate on it. Yeah, it's a very bold claim for a hotel. It's just, a, yeah, I like it. It's out of the blue. Um, then everywhere I looked for food kept on pointing me over to this place, the Owl Club Bar and Steakhouse. Looks pretty good to me. It's not bad. Uh, they seem to have events on uh, near enough most days of the week. Yeah. Um, it seems pretty active. Actually seems like quite a nice place to go. Um, I mean, it's it's a it's a grill house. And like sorry, it's a steak and grill house. You can't really go far wrong unless it's bad cuts of steak. No, I um, like it. And I like that they have like family post photos from the 90s and in the restaurant section. It's cool. Uh, yeah. But then the thing that caught me, the thing that brought me back over to Eureka, because uh, I was like, ah, this isn't, this isn't particularly interesting. I want something funny. Um, I was looking for things to do in Eureka, Nevada, and one of the top things that kept coming up was the self-guided tour, which is just look around, basically. <laughs> but there are two places on the, on the Rains Market self-guided tour that really caught me off guard. I've just sent I've just sent them to you now in order. There's, Sadler House. But it's a private residence, so it's just someone's house. <laughs> and then number four is Eureka High School. So just a school. Yeah, just go to go to someone's house, go to go to a school. <laughs> You've seen Eureka Nevada. That's that's where we landed with that. I was really like surprised because the, the hotel's nice and reviewed well. Yeah. The bar and steakhouse looks quite good, but it looks like there's fuck all to do. <laughs> so that's your trip to Eureka, Nevada. How do you feel? Um, you had me in the first half. <laughs> Second half, I don't know how long I'll stay there. No? I mean, this is assuming you're there for a weekend. A, a weekend you could probably do. I think if you did any more than that. Would you be I'm more like... excited? To go and see the Sadler House or the high school. The Sadler House for definite. I think people knock on the Sadler House. Maybe. In the same way that like people would knock on the Breaking Bad House. Yeah. Um, it is said that Mr. Sadler had a tunnel built from the basement of his home to his place of business. So he didn't have to go out in the weather while going to work. Now a private residence. <laughs> I mean, the tunnel sounds interesting. The tunnel does sound interesting. Uh 
I'll be honest, I'll get the most boring here's what you could have won out the way uh, first. Dadeville, Alabama. I genuinely could not find anything bad or weird about this place. So why did you choose it? Uh, it was just the first place I picked, and I wanted to pick it because of the of the place that we're going for food. So here's your hotel. Um, it's got a one star review. Okay. At, uh, and it's the heart of Dixie Motel on East South Street. Why does it say Law Suite? I don't know. <laughs> What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, but this is the this is the heart of Dixie Motel. It's got two point one stars out of five on Google reviews. Uh, let's have a look at some one stars. Hold on, there's a video with a bug on the bed. <laughs> there is a photo where it's outside the front of the hotel, and there's luscious green grass out the front. And then you go to the street view, and everything around it looks dead. There's one. There's a review here from two years ago from Jeff Smith that says, "I've been here eleven days and the carpet has been wet since I arrived." <laughs> <laughs> wow. A very hold on. It smelt. TV was old and smelt and didn't work. The fridge would <laughs> fridge would not get cold and smelled, and the shower smelled and trickled water. How does the TV smell? I don't know. Um, what else have we got here? Cheap for a reason. Very dirty. Carpet soaked in. The- Sorry, carpet soaked from bathroom. Okay, so that that's the wet carpet that Jeff was referring to. Yeah, but what about the damp TV? Ah, oh, the damp TV's an enigma. Um, most of the reviews seem to talk about the bugs. There's a lot of bugs there, apparently. Yeah, well, I um, mean, it it looks like somewhere designed for people to say cookers. So, for, it does a bit, really. Um, I could not find somewhere to eat specifically within Dadeville, but I managed to find a place in. Alberta, Alabama, called the Roadkill Cafe, purely for the fact their slogan is "You kill it, we grill it." I don't think that's an uncommon thing. Is it not? No, and I think that it's actually considered a really environmentally friendly way to source your food. Ah, I've spoken about him a few times on this podcast. Max Fosh, the uh, YouTuber, has yes. a episode where he serves fine uh, serves roadkill to fine dining food critics um and they all go mad for it so he finds someone who has run over a pheasant and then he gets a chef to cook said pheasant and feed it to these critics and they all love it like it, well, it's because it, if you tell a critic something is fancy they'll believe you well no i think it's actually because if you know if you were the one that killed it, mm-hmm. you know it's fresh. Sure. So, you know, it's had a life. I was going to say a good life, but you don't know that. It's lived and it, now it's dead, so you might as well use it. I'm okay. not suggesting that you go out of your way and aim for the neighborhood cat, but, you know, if you if you hit an animal, then, you know, hunter instincts. It's just your modern way of hunting. I suppose, yeah. I'm uh, not sure I really want based. this. I don't think I really want these uh, ideas and my morals to seem like I'm saying you should, instead of paying for your food, you should go out and murder it with your car. But, you know, if you do happen to hit something, don't just let it waste. Isn't there a rule? Is in the States or over here that if you hit a, a deer, the car behind you has to pick it up? I do not know about that at all. Oh. 
All right. Well, the other thing that's in uh, Dadeville was Smith Lake. Again, I couldn't find much to do there, and it just kept on referring me back to the big lake. Um, so that's the most boring one. But then we've got Chris Holm, Ontario, and Chris Holm, Ontario is a ride. Um, okay. So we have got uh, the Dolphin Motel and Cottages for you to stay in. Wow. Um, now, it doesn't look like much. There's not many reviews. But if you open up the reviews, the first one is what brought me here. So the reviews. Look no further if you're looking for a crack motel or for a place to shoot up. No need to bring your own needle. Just pick it up right off the ground. Everyone else is just like, it's a little rundown. Or, hold on, this one... Rob Morrison a year ago on here gave it five out of five and said, does anyone know the phone number? <laughs> wow. Amazing. Um, hold on, five out of five? I thought I was having a bad dream and realized I wasn't sleeping. What? People, people on Google reviews are wild. The amount of places you see with Google reviews that are one star, and it says, didn't use this, but it asked me if I wanted to review. <laughs> um. What else have we got? Uh, for food, we have to go to Toronto, which is in Ontario, mm -hmm. uh, for this place called the Storm Crow. Ooh. I know. Uh, but if you could do me a favor and just uh, read the description for me. Um, I don't, where's the description? Right under hours and location. Oh. A not-so-hidden gem in Ch Church Wellesley Village. Giant tentacles and skeletons aren't exactly inconspicuous. Jesus. Storm Crow Manor is a geek's paradise or a restaurant. Plan your visit soon to explore our unique room. Partake in exper um, experiential cocktails. So, I took a look over the menu for this place. It looks really cool. Like, really? outside of the giant tentacles and skeletons. Um, it's pretty clear these guys are really into what they do. Like, they very much lean into the nerdy side of things. Like, uh, they had one here that was a Dracaris platter, a Red Dead Natural Redemption, Fry's Futuramic Fried Feast Fiesta. Uh, saw another one. Yeah, the Calamari of Cthulhu. Like, <laughs> nice. Onion Night Soup. <laughs> That's great. Like, that these guys are really fun. into what they do. Uh, and I would absolutely go there. I think and it's then, great. Uh, you're in for a treat with the, something to do um, for, uh, for for Chris Holm, Ontario. Uh, because not only are you getting the, the, the most recommended thing to do in Chris Holm, Ontario, which is the Minnesota Museum of Mining, which is... Happy <laughs> Miners Day. Happy Miners Day. Um, it's also uh, says that it's in Minnesota, which is not in Ontario. However... I'm pretty sure that the number two and number three things are also within number one. The Minnesota Discovery Center and the Iron Man statue, which is in the photo of the Minnesota Discovery Center. <laughs> I, I think this is all in one place. Um, I, I mean, I'm a fan. Yeah, you get to do three things for the price of one. Yeah, who doesn't love a bargain? And then you can spend the evening back at Stormcrow Manor. Yeah. Would I like you, it. I, I think I would trade for... You'd want to uh, trade? Yeah, I'd want to trade. Well, you, you can't. Oh. You, the tickets have already been bought. The hotel's well, been I'm, booked. I'm just glad I didn't go to um, Alabama, to be honest. 
Not oh. in general. I've got nothing against Alabama Slade. Um, but Dadeville uh, seems very boring. Dadeville, I forgot what it was called. Um, That's how memorable it was. We spoke about it four minutes ago, and I've already forgotten the name. Speaking of hotels, uh, it is our worked annual winter conference, which is basically a code word for winter piss up uh, yeah, next week. Okay. And I never get to go because the trains are cancelled. So I was like, you know what? I am going to book a hotel uh, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get there into Bristol early and I'm just going to stop the night in Bristol. So I booked this hotel. Uh, I'll be honest, I paid a little more than I probably would have liked, but I'm paying for a hotel that's five minutes up the road from work, which is great because I'm working 8am the day after. How much is... Oh, I can bleep it if you want. How much is a little more than you'd like? 150. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so I'll bleep it and I'll just get me going... Yeah, that was seven grand, Tim. I know. I I I live a bougie lifestyle, um, <laughs> but I've become accustomed to it. Um, <laughs> um, so I bought this hotel. Uh, I I I pay the thing. It's a non-refundable thing. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. I'm I've booked it. I'm going to get to go to the Christmas party this year. I go to work on Monday. I get to the train station, and what do I see? Rail strikes on the day of the Christmas party. <laughs> So now I'm gonna have to get the bus at 5 a.m. to get to Bristol for like 8 a.m. or like 7:30 a.m. Um, and then work a full shift, go and check in at the hotel, try not to be exhausted or exhausted at the Christmas party. And normally I wouldn't particularly mind, but I'm up for an award this year, so I feel like I have to be there. Is the award sexiest bitch? It's uh, the the kinkiest complaint handler. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I handle your kinky complaints. Wow! Oh, did I ever tell you about the time that I met a girl at a comedy show who worked, whose job was to work the complaint side at Durex? You have told me, but I don't know if you've told the podcast. Oh, that'd be really funny for like two weeks. It would be, and then um, it just become miserable. Do you know when I worked uh, for a high street bank? In the phone section, it was my job, monotonous, every single time to take the phone call. I've lost my credit or debit card. Okay, I'll replace it for you. Hang up. Another call. I've lost my credit or debit card. Okay, I'll replace it for you. Hang up. And that was like seven and a half hours a day. When someone called up and went, I want to make a complaint, I'd sit bolt upright, fucking right on. Let's let's, let's get this down there. Hash hearing, out. hearing complaints used to make my day. Well, complaints at my job are my bread and butter. Like they're, they're my jam. But, uh, but sorry, Tim. Before before I, I let you carry on, I'm gonna let you finish. But, but um, do you remember when you had a minor inconvenience at said High Street Bank? How I coached you through the comp the conversation. So that they gave you compensation. I don't. So you had a check written to you from an um, someone you work for in America, and they they put your name down yes. as yes. Tim, but your your name on your account is actually Timothy. Yeah, my full um, legal name. And so they wouldn't take the check. I think it's not unreasonable to say to the person who employed you, "I couldn't cash a check. Can you write out to Timothy?" I sat there and wrote down, these are the words you need to say. And if you say these words, they will give you at minimum 50 pounds at the end of this call. Yeah. And did it work? Yes, it did. Absolutely. So this high street bank that I used to work for 
there are code words within complaints. And if you use certain words, they have different tiers of what they can give you. Mm -hmm. So I used to make a thing of when I called my bank that I was with, which was a different bank, I would try it out and I would give them. And I was once sent a bottle of wine by my bank to apologize. When the bottle of wine tried to be delivered, I was out. So they called me back and said, we're really sorry. We'll send you another bottle of wine you can keep as well. And we're going to give you £75. Result. They are so desperate to keep you happy. They will just pay you to shut up. Well, I know for a fact that when I move, because uh, we're, we're in the process of moving at the minute. We're, we're, we're right now. Know. Oh, is that what the big bloke carrying the sofa behind you is? No, no, he's for later. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, um, we're in the process of moving at the minute because uh, we're, we're actively looking at uh, flats and houses. And I know that as soon as we're in our flat or house, wherever we're going, hoping it's a house, if we're going, if we have one place that we're completely set on, but we're waiting on something to come through. Um, is it the bet? It's it's not the bed. Um, the bet, so, not the bed. That's what I said, the bet. Oh, I thought you said the bed. Is it the bed? I was like, Tim, you kinky bastard. Well, that's what the complaints team are for. Um, so if this goes through, which I really hope it does, I'm going to be basically moving all of my uh, like incoming and outgoing stuff to Monzo. Oh, I don't like Monzo. Oh, no, I like him. Big fan of Monzo. Why don't you like him? They just pissed me about. And when I tried to close my account, they said they did, and they didn't. Oh. Twice they did that. That's not great. Lying bastards. Ah, I get on with them. Uh, so my bank that I'm with now, we joined them, and then two weeks later they wrote to us and went, we had a better year than we thought. We're going to give everyone £100. That's a result. So, you know, happy days. Happy days. Uh, Tim, hypothetical time. Yeah, let's get to hypotheticals. Are you ready? I am not, but go on. You're hypothetical this week. And and I promise, Tim, I don't want to actually promise. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll loosely promise. I've got a jingle in mind. I just need to record it. Um, so I'll, I'll do my best this season to come up with a brilliant jingle. Um, there's a button. Mm-hmm. When you push it, it does something. You don't know what, just something. So we're in the room. There's a big red button. Go. So just so I'm clear, and, and it may well be the answer is you don't know or I don't know. Can I, can I, is, is it like immediate vicinity? Like if I push it, will like the next town over blow up? You don't know. Okay, and what do I get if I don't push it, or what if I do push it? Like, is there like a, you get a 10 grand or something? Or... You don't know. Oh, I'm pushing it. <laughs> okay. Very little um, convincing me. So, we're in the room, okay? Yep. Oh, oh, are you a member from the inside? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, do you mind not masturbating while I'm in the room? <laughs> Sorry, I'm really excited. <laughs> I've just seen how that looks on the waveform. <laughs> wow. Um, sorry, do you mind? Uh, are you are you at Wembo from the internet? Oh, you've seen my billboard. I have seen your billboard. Yeah, and, yeah, okay, and yeah, that yeah. Advert at the train station as well. Oh, that that's a new one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I see it when I go to work. Um, 
that big red button in front of you, it says that if you push it, it does something, and something is in quote marks. Something. Are you going to push it? Uh... Can I understand more about the button? No. Can I roll for perception? No. Can I roll for oh, you, you, Yeah, you did. You got a one. Oh, that's a nat. That's, a <laughs> that's crit fail right there. Crit fail, yeah. Uh, Do you want to roll for I, anything else? Because I, I can tell you what the answer will be. I trip over on the, on the way to the button and break my shoulder <laughs> on, the pedal, on the pedal of the <laughs> I love D&D shit. <laughs> I don't really understand it. I just understand that 20 good, 1 bad. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, okay, so as a sidebar, what are my surroundings like? Are we like in an office environment? Are we in a stale like white room thing? Or what? Yeah, that one. Stale white room. Sure. Is there a one-way glass thing somewhere? Nope. <laughs> hmm. You don't even know how you got in this room. No, you're right. I don't. This is an infinity room. Emma, is the person in front of me, or is it like on an intercom? You know the Matrix, the yeah. second Matrix, where he's just in the big room full of tellies in front of him? Yes. I'm the one on the telly. Right, okay, so you're not in the room, you're on the screen. I could be in the room too, you never know. Well, I don't know, that's what I'm could be a Could be a Wizard of Oz jobby. A Wizard of, a wizard of Ozzy jobby. Oh, a, a jobby of Oz. Yeah. Do you know what um, a jobby is? Uh, it's a... Scottish really... slang for a shit. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I did know that. There's a guy, uh, there's a TikTok I sent to the Northern Boy where it was like, if you want someone to keep away from your land, show them this. It's a jobby on a step. <laughs> <laughs> the best one I heard is uh, there's this um, football match in Scotland going on and uh, the second half starts with no commentary for like five minutes and then all of a sudden you hear, sorry about that, I was off taking a jobby. <laughs> Uh, right. Um, so, can you describe the environment I'm in? Like, what what's available to me? It's a white room. You said the room is white. The button is red. It says press this, and something will happen. That's it. <laughs> Are there any windows? Nope. Any doors? Nope. How am I communicating with you? You're using words. Yeah, but like, is it? Intercom in the room. You are talking to the TV. The TV is talking back to you. The, okay, there's a TV. Can I change the channel? There's multiple TVs. A wall of TVs. Can I change the channel? No. Well, you can, but they're all me. Oh, okay. So you're on all stations. I am, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm pushing the button. <laughs> boom. You're dead. All right, finally. <laughs> <laughs> um, boom. Everything in the world explodes apart from you. You are safe. Finally. Including pain. <laughs> no, I've got to be careful with my words. Here. Especially pain. <laughs> Why especially? Because <laughs> it was your button. So does everyone get their own button that kills their partner? It just says it does something, Tim. I could push it, it does something different. Okay, can I get some... What happens if I take one of the TVs and put it on the button? It's not me pushing the button, the TV is. No, but it's your act that means the button is pushed. What if I set up like a domino thing? Still your act that means the button is pushed. Ah, okay. Is is that the outcome? There's an explosion and everyone's dead except me? This time, yeah. Oh, so it can, it, it can do different things at different times? Yeah. Just a something. Well, hang on. Is the is it... So I'm safe. Is the room, like, completely safe and the button's still intact? No. The button's gone? So No, no, no. You could push the button again and you could die. 
Oh, yeah, push the button. You cock fell off. To push the button. What what else have I got to live for at that point? Mm, Having a willy? (sighs) Gone. Are we talking just like, like as it popped? It's as it popped off, like, oh, yeah, exactly. It's gone like that. <laughs> gone. Um, all right, fine. Yeah, I'll push the button. Cock's gone. It's still gone. Yeah. If I keep pushing the button, is there a chance it'll come back? Um, yeah, it could do many. <laughs> it, um, it came back, but then keep, fell off again in one of the subsequent pushes. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I see how this game goes. So if I go. Can, can I can I give you a a spoiler for this? Yeah, there is no good outcome for you in my hypothetical. Well, one of them, I get my cock back. Yeah, but then it's always going to be in the middle of you frantically pushing the button, and you'll lose it again. Well, that's why I'm taking my time with a single. Yeah, but when you're taking your time and thinking about it, there is no good outcome for you. This is this is off the top of my head, Tim. So I can promise you now. There is no good outcome for you. You have already pushed the button and killed everyone you know. <laughs> have you ever played the game on PC, Please Don't Push the Button? No. I thought that's what this was inspired by. I don't know what that is. It's very good, actually. Mm. Very good. Um, can I give you one more hypothetical? We don't have to act this out. Uh, yeah. There's a bag, okay? Mm. Imagine a bag. I, like I a, can like certainly a, try. Like a swag bag. Got a dollar on the front. Sure. There are... 900 uh, no let's say let's say 99 blue balls and one red ball in the bag Mm -hmm. for every blue ball you pull out blind so you can't see what you're you're looking at they all feel the same they all weigh the same For every blue ball you pull out you get a thousand pounds okay if you pull out the red ball you get some really horrific disease that kills you slowly and painfully. Okay. How many how many balls are you pulling out? One hundred. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd probably like maybe twenty? Twenty-five? You want a one in four or one in five chance of having a horrific, painful disease. Well, it's not a four out of five chance, is it? Well, okay, well what if I up the money to five grand per blue ball? Still do like if anything, lowering the amount would make me draw less. No, it wouldn't. It would because there's less reward at the end of it. Okay, hold on. <laughs> this is gonna need some cutting, but um I'm willing to do it. Approximately ten hours later. So yeah, Tim spun the wheel twenty-five times and didn't die, making me look a right mug. <laughs> Fuck you, Tim. All right, fine. Um, so before we finish, do you want the story? There's a few more things on here. I want to talk Spotify wrapped before we finish, but I also want to tell you the story about the realization I had right before we started recording that I paid someone to rob me. Go on. When we moved to this house, we had two TVs. Mm-hmm. In the process of moving, I think I bumped one of them and everything on the screen came out very blue. Ever since. That was your downstairs TV for a while. The downstairs TV. The upstairs TV I tried to mount to the wall. And I screwed the mounting screws in too tight. And cracked the screen from the back. No. I called a man. Who said, yep, I could definitely look at that. I do pay it charge a £10 deposit. Fine. Um, So that you know, like, I'm not wasting your time. You've got the deposit. I'll take your TV to my workshop and uh, I'll get it fixed. 
yeah, no problem. Gave him the telly, gave him £10. Makes sense. He then called me and said, to fix the screen of this TV, it's going to be £300. No, buying a TV at that point. That was about £100 more than I paid for the TV, so I thought, forget it. I said, no, keep me the TV back. I'll just take it back. Did you deposit it's non-refundable? I said, no problem. Fine. That was March 22. Oh, the TV hasn't come back? Nope. <laughs> Are you going to call him and chase it up, or...? What am I going to say? I uh, I got in touch with you 18 months ago and gave you my telly. Where the fuck is it? <laughs> I want my broken TV back. Uh, I mean, I suppose at that point it's basically e-waste that he can sell on. So I, yeah, I, I paid someone to rob me. That's amazing. Not amazing. Fucking stupid. What did you want to talk about Spotify rap? Do you want to talk about it us as a podcast or you as a consumer? Uh, let's do both. Let's do both. Okay, what do you want to know? Uh, well, first of all, what's on yours? Uh, Enishkari. For the eighth year in a row, I'm in the top 1% of Enishkari. Um, and I've listened to 11,000 music. 11,000 music? 11,000 musics. Yeah. I did 11,000 music, 11,000 minutes of Enishkari this year. That's amazing. Um, how about you? What's your top music uh, top- person? Top musics. I, I didn't listen to much music this year, it seems. Uh, mostly podcasts. Um, yep. But top five artists were Tom Cardi, Enter mm-hmm. uh, Shikari, nice. Ghost, uh, okay. Naoki, and the Sega Sound Team. Nice. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, top songs were Friday Night from the Yakuza soundtrack. Didn't realize I'd listened to it that much. That was your number one. Apparently. Uh, number two was Please Set Me on Fire. That was my number one. Um, number three was Square Hammer by Ghost. Number four was Kickback, the Chainsaw Man theme. Very fucking good song. Fucking great song. Uh, and my number five song was Hey, I Don't Work Here. Hey, I Don't Work Here. It's such a good song. And my top genre was Japanese video game music. Mine was like, mine said, you have a real diverse music taste. You listen to 17 different genres. And every single one of them either ended with the word metal or core. So that's that's diversity for you. Yeah. Let's talk uh, Game Club Pod uh, on the yeah. wrap. Okay. Uh, you showed us some stats. Do you want to know uh, what I didn't show you? What was our top rated episode this year? Uh, Which one do you think? When did Undertale come out? <laughs> A long time before 2023. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Dead Space. Was it really? Dead I suppose Space we timed received... it quite well for the remake. Yeah, Dead Space received 342% of our average Goddamn. Um, listenership, which I really appreciate. Um, I've got it loading here. It's really like fucking hallucinogenic. The, uh, the wrapped. The, the, the wrapped. Uh, 80% of our listeners discovered us this year. That's cool. Which is very cool. Welcome if you're one of that's, those. That's a lot of growth. Um, 15% of our listeners started with our Signalis episode. Ah, so that is yeah. right at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Good. Um, the US is our top country for streamers. Yep, with about um, 4,000 minutes played. 4,000 minutes we've created. Um, here's one that I don't think you'll get at all. Um two countries we have the most new listeners in sure which two countries do you think they are i'm gonna say america wrong 
Canada? Nope. England? Nope. Germany? Nope. Botswana? Nope. Ghana? Do you want to just name all the countries? That's what I'm going for, but not in alphabetical order. Well, I mean, uh, one of them I would go alphabetical order. Albania? No. Afghanistan? No. Uh, the Arctic Afghanistan Circle. comes before Albania, you know that, don't you? Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, Australia is one. Oh, well, hello, hello, Australians. And the other one, it's Taiwan. Interesting. Who the fuck is listening to this in Taiwan? <laughs> They're learning English from us. Good. God help them. God, God help the, the, the bastards. If, can you imagine going to Taiwan for a holiday and seeing Honey Roast Ham Wank Express t-shirts? <laughs> can you imagine going to Taiwan and seeing an app? At Wembembo billboard. Oh, I, I'd take so many selfies. What would if you do anyone... if you saw a billboard of uh, a picture of your face and saying, I'm at Wembembo on everything? <laughs> I would assume that it was you or Slade fucking with me. Like, okay. you paid an advertising company or something. Yeah. I would. Okay. It would have to be. Yeah? Yeah. What about if you saw your face on a London Underground ad, but all it was was just your face, no words? I'd like it. Yeah? Give it a big Someone thumbs up. Someone would have spent a lot of money on that. What if it was graffitied on? I'd like it. You asked me this once when I was writing music. Um, what would I do if I was on public transport and heard someone playing my music out loud? Mm. And I was like, I think I'd be a little bit flattered, to be honest. Yeah? Like, I don't normally like when people listen to their music out loud on their phone, but like, if if it was some random on the bus or the train or whatever that you heard playing your music, that'd be really, uh, um, that'd be really humbling. Playing windy windy windmills. That's that's the one. Can we get a sample of that, please? I don't know. Do you still have it? No. So, no, probably not. <laughs> stupid fucking question. <laughs> I was more hoping you'd just find something. Um. You had a SoundCloud, didn't you? I did. I did. Is it still on there? Uh, I don't think Windy Windy Windmills is. Um, no. No. Windy Windy Windmills was a joke that I, Tim put out on his DJ Facebook page that said the comment with the most likes will be my next song. And I made the comment Windy Windy Windmills. <laughs> Gotta give me credit, I committed. Yep, yep, definitely. Yeah. Um, Tim, final stat. 4,000 minutes is rounded. But 4,000 minutes of content the Game Club Pod has put out this year. How much is that in like hours and days? Well, I was just about to ask you how many days do you think that is? It's going to be like, well, there's 60 minutes to an hour. 2.7 days. Oh, there you go. 2.7 full days of content. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That makes up nearly 10% of someone's year. 10%? (laughs) 1%. There are 30 days in a year. <laughs> Tim and Joey fail math. Um, <laughs> I was in top set English and science, but bottom set maths at school. Set eight math. Um, I've lost our thing. There's nothing else apart from the pub quiz pub question. Quiz. Let's talk pub quiz because uh, I have to edit this and it's already jabbering fucking on. I, I cut and the episode title was. 10 minutes of drivel from the last podcast and and it was not an exaggeration 10 whole minutes of us just 
dribbling words out that <laughs> wouldn't make anything fun. Can we get an um, extended cut of the episode? The me- Well, the main bit is, you know, I showed you that Five Nights at Freddy's video. Oh, yeah. I just cut that. It was 10 full minutes of bears being dickheads. <laughs> Leave that comment. We'll like that a lot. Yeah. Um, all right. So I, did, I did save that section um, of of the podcast, so I don't know. I might I might put it out there. It might go point. out there. Tim reacts to Freddy Fazbear memes. Um, yeah. Drivel. Yeah. Uh, all right. In which Scandinavian country did the subgenre black metal originate in the early 1990s, gaining international attention for its extreme sound and controversial incidents? I Your think options it's were. You're going with Finland. Well, your options yeah. were Sweden, Norway, Denmark, and Finland. The answer is Norway. Damn it. At the start, I held up the number two for Norway. Mm-hmm. And um, then changed to Finland. And then changed to Finland. Because Josh Scar, his family is Norway. No, I was going to say Norway-ish, but fuck. There's Norway, that's they're, true. They're Nordic. Um, and I thought, when you're as lovely as Josh, there's no way that he would spend his evenings burning down churches and saying, forget about it. <laughs> or doing Italian hands. <laughs> forget about it. I was trying to find the episode the other day of Josh's impression of me in the intro. What was that? That was a spring on my mic stand. Is it broken? No. I just rattled. Yeah, just rattled. Yeah. Left me a bit rattled as well. Yeah, his his impression of you was spot on. I couldn't tell the difference. Certainly uh, not English. He, d- I did jump on a call with him, and he said, "Forget about it." The other day, which really made my day. Did he say it in the voice? Uh, yeah, he did. Forget about it. Forget about it. Right. Okay, Tim, we are out of here. Anything you want to plug? Uh, at Wembembo and everything. By the time this episode, but you'll see comes that on out, the billboards. You'll see it on the billboards when this episode comes out, which is next when. It is Wednesday, my dudes. 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 Watch him Wednesday. Watch him, dude. 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 He'd be Wednesday down the street. He'd be Wednesday to the beat. He'd be Wednesday down the street. He'd be Wednesday to the beat. My dudes. It is Wednesday. Yeah. My dudes. It is Wednesday. So, when this episode comes out... Do you want to ask again what day of the week? Because I'll play the full thing again. No, I'm good. Um, December 6th, it comes out. When this episode comes out, we will have just finished recording the last episode of The Fanatics. Last ever? Last ever. Is that public knowledge? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, Because you don't release the episode, so I don't know what (laughs) is and what isn't public knowledge. No, we got that fixed. We're good. Mm. Yeah, okay. So... Uh, we it'll be the last ever episode, uh, and then that should be out maybe a week or so after, which will be our uh, and I know this is public launch because we did it for the fanatic. Um, it'll be our full length commentary episode on Catwoman. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, other than that, uh, Dan from Casting Views, plugging in. There you go. Nice. Uh, well, yeah, I'll, I was going to say I'll plug Dan as well, but yeah. <laughs> Good time was had by all. Buy a girl uh, a drink first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, plug casting views. It's good, good, good fun. Also plug talking smack and, and our friends there. Um, Tim, anything you want to say before the train leaves the station? Take that, you bastards. Get your hams ready. Tickets, please. <laughs>
take that, you bastards. We'll see you next week. See you next week.